Elizabeth, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, thank you so much for accepting. I mean, what better way to have a Tuesday afternoon or evening, depending when you are, with someone as bad as you? You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly, exactly. There you go. There you go. Well, so yeah, so welcome here. So before we start, I have to give you a proper welcome. If you have seen some of my episodes before, you know exactly what I'm about to do. If not, that's even better because then I can surprise you. So uh, let me show you. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah. so, starting with, with the whole interview now, tell me how your passion for art started. Um, well, I was definitely the uh, Southern California kid, 11 year old on my skateboard, and uh, my grandmother decided to take me and my three siblings to see the, the uh, King Ted exhibit at LACMA. So that just blew my mind. The idea of, you know, mummies and hieroglyphics and this history I knew nothing about, you know, from my little Southern California bubble. So that definitely was my inspiration to start learning more about the world and art. And I really wanted to go in a pyramid and, you know, I made a little clay yeah. sculpture of the Sphinx at one point in school. So that was kind of where it all started. That's so cool. And what were some of the challenges that you had when you originally started, you know, with the whole art journey? I think, I mean, I think we all have them, right? Whenever we are in this new path, at first, we just don't know what basically what the heck we're, what the heck we're doing, right? So for you, what were some of those challenges? Well, I think for all of us um, in the arts, you know, one challenge is financially, right? Can you make a living financially yes. in the arts doing what you want to do? So I kind of made, oh, yeah. you know, I was going to be a lawyer and I was thinking of art law, but at one point early on, I decided I really just wanted my follow my passion of either art history or being an artist myself and to kind of give up the material yeah. things. Uh, it was a hard decision, but I've been, you know, pretty much following it ever since. And I didn't, didn't know if I wanted to be the artist or the art historian. So I kind of jumped around with galleries and museum work, but uh, settled on the artist, art historian. So yeah, it's going great. It's been fun. That's so cool. That's yeah. so cool. Now, before we continue, that noise in that noise in the background are my dogs. So my brother just came in. My brothers go crazy. My dog, so my dogs go crazy. So I have a little pug, so I get it. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Enjoy. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So that is, you know, that is interesting. That uh, that whenever you are, yeah, uh, in this uh, either art or content creator or something, at first, it's yeah, it's not as you thought that it. That, that it is, you know, and and, uh, yeah. and and only, and yeah, I would say that it takes like a lot of courage for you to stay in that path, knowing exactly what are you going against. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you're. I mean, you're doing it. You're creating this platform for artists and um, you know, and actors, and you know, creating this single platform to get information out there to everybody. And I think it's wonderful. And I think we all. And the arts kind of find our niche, how to add our, you know, our tune to the world, so to speak. So, you know, yeah. thank you for your, uh, how you're doing that, so. No, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. That is, yeah. and you know, it is, it is really cool. Uh, uh, when I started, when I started this, uh, this, uh, this project, at first, I wanted to, I wanted to kind of, you know, like, uh, like to, like to inspire people. You know, I was constantly having this, this question in my head about, like, is this how, is this how you're supposed to live? I mean, I used to work for this company. They fired me. Uh, and I was just so pissed because I was like, I worked in that place for three years, and just because I got into an yeah. artist, they didn't like me. They basically throw me, throw me to the street, and I wasted those three years of my life. Is that like, you know, like, is this how life is supposed to be? So then I was just constantly right. myself. But then I was like, 
but you know like actors athletes musicians painters photographers you know all of those people they don't do that so they had so there has to be like a way to do it so that's how i started to you know to kind of pitch the idea of this whole um, platform basically so yeah yeah it's great wonderful thank you yeah yeah and what do you like the most about art in general um i think it's just the stories um you know the stories of how the movements got started how the artists themselves got you know started with stories behind paintings like for example the um norwegian artist edvard munch you know the stream the famous painting the stream he's on a bridge with a like red and yellow behind him in the sky and everyone thought he was a little maybe crazy like why is he doing such bright colors but yeah. as it turns out the uh, there was a volcano Krakatoa erupted in Europe at that time and all the skies over Europe were kind of that orangey red and um mm. I mean I thought that was sort of an interesting story it kind of documents why the sky maybe was yeah. that color you know and um there was another story I don't know if this one's true and if anyone knows I'd love to know but um supposedly when Napoleon was down during the Egyptian campaign down in Cairo him and all his officers were kind of bored and so they decided to like shoot their cannon at the sphinx's nose and shoot it off and supposedly that's why the sphinx doesn't have a nose but i'm not sure that's true it could also be just erosion and time but uh that's one of the myths floating out there in the art world so so cool that's kind of funny <laughs> yeah and what do you think it's one of the reasons why people get inspired by art I think art sort of it reflects human the human condition and the culture. I mean, art is everything, right? Um history, love, hate, war, um uh, inspiration, the gods, his, you know, like I said history, nature. Um yeah, I just think it encompasses everything and I think everyone can relate to one aspect of it or one aspect speaks to them or heals them or you know, have have a reaction to some some part of the art. So I find that that very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you can yeah. say that for for poetry too or you know reading everyone has their kind of niche you know yeah and i think it is also one of the cool things that that uh that more people get inspired by the works by the work of others and then and then the work for those people getting get getting inspired other people you know it's like i like an ongoing circle right right, right. Cool. so now yeah Yeah, now moving forward with a, a little bit with your career here. Let's talk about your book, Warhol Dr. Seuss and the Making of America. Tell me how you got inspired uh -huh. to write that book. Um, well, it was actually based on my dissertation for my PhD, and I just thought, you know, in all the cult culture and art, you know, they sort of marry together. They push each other in different directions and I just I was thinking of America and in the 1950s America was a little bit stagnant and then also in the 60s right why did all of a sudden we have the hippie movement the new music you know um a lot of gender issues yeah. issues have changed civil rights and you know why did that happen and so kind of picking Dr. Seuss and Andy Warhol um I feel like their art kind of pushed all those movements forward a little bit and so I wanted to dive deeper into that just to see you know see kind of all the different areas of the culture so i wrote a chapter on you know war commercialism music um and you know the environment which you know obviously um dr seuss the famous children's author wrote the lorax and that was like such an inspirational book for a lot of children and even adults about environmental conservation and you know even andy warhol which i didn't know this he supposedly owned acres of land in colorado that was just um you know undeveloped land 
and he also uh, co-authored a book on um, ex uh, extinguished um, animals that have gone extinct. So, you know, they both have this passion for environmental conservation as well as there's examples in all the other chapters as well. So it was a fun journey for me to, I learned a ton and uh, yeah, and I understand now why America, we kind of are where we are right now too. You need to look to the past to understand you know, the presence, I think, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. And what are some of the things that we can expect on that book, and where can we get it? Um, you can get it on Amazon, and I think, uh, at first look, I mean, you think of Andy Warhol and Dr. Seuss, pretty colorful, um, simple um, artwork, but there's deeper meaning, a lot deeper meaning in their artwork. For example, Dr. Seuss's book, Yerbal the Turtle, which is a famous children's book of, there's a big turtle on top and he wants to be king of all the land that you can yeah. see. And yeah. so he kept making all the other little turtles go under and make them go higher and higher. And that was definitely a nod to, I think, Hitler and dictatorship. And that's kind of a lesson and we all got to help each other. And I think it was at a level that kids can understand. And, you know, I think Andy Warhol, again, he, you know, was picking these subject matters that a lot of people in the uh, the art world didn't respect. I mean, he's painting Campbell's soup cans, Brillo pads. He painted uh, a whole painting of just dollar bills. And I think he was kind of putting back in the culture's face, is it all about stuff, you know? We need to think, is that bringing us happiness? And mm. so I think they're both commenting on the culture and pushing us in different ways. Um, and yeah, so, and yeah, the research was really fun. Um, I love researching at all. Unfortunately, I couldn't put images in the book due to the, um, the rights that you have to, oh, art has to be dead a hundred years. And I, and I fought with the, uh, the Warhol Foundation. I got images from the Warhol Foundation, but the Dr. Seuss Foundation supposedly is notorious, really difficult. So I just, I couldn't get it from them, but yeah. moving forward, I'm writing books a little bit older so I can use all the images, which will be great. So that's so cool. That's yeah. so cool. Now talking about talking about your book, you have an upcoming book called uh, Van Gogh, Rembrandt and the Making of Netherlands. Mm -hmm. What can you tell me about it and when is it going to be released? Probably released in the next year or two. I'm just starting my research on it. Um, again, I, I kind of want to go around the world and learn about major artists in different countries and how that kind of reacted or related, related to their culture. Okay. So I thought, you know, Rembrandt in the Netherlands or Holland, um, he was painting during the golden age, you know, the tulip trade, the Dutch were the merchants of Europe. I mean, they were, they, that was the place. Yeah. And then 200 years later, along comes Van Gogh and kind of the Protestant Reformation. And why did Van Gogh paint, you know, potato eaters and, and trees? And it's such different subject matter where Van Gogh was painting the wealthy merchants and kind of what happened in that 200 years and why are these artists so different? But they're both Dutch, you know? So yeah. I just thought that'd be, again, kind of like the Warhol and Dr. Seuss, interesting for me to learn and anyone that's interested in art, you know, to, to read the book as well. So. That's kind of my thought. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And, and what usually inspires you to start writing? I think just learning more. I, I love, I've always been sort of a seeker in life, and I love learning um, about most things, but I really love learning about art, I have to say. So again, to find those stories with Van Gogh, Rembrandt, or um, I also have a you know Instagram where I post um, information about different artists and mm -hmm. I have a blog. So I just keep researching all different aspects of sort of the art community, and I'm constantly learning. And that's really fun for me, as I'm sure you do too, interviewing everybody, you know? It's well, yeah, just it's really fun cool. to keep, I love it, yeah. So I keep learning and 
I just got offered a professorship too, so I'll be teaching, which will be fun, um, the Masters of Art History program at my alma mater. So that will be a different way to teach too. So yeah, so just, that's kind of why, just putting it out there and available to others that are interested. That is amazing. Yeah. I love that. And if you could describe your career at the moment on a movie, TV show, book, a play, even a musical, why not? What would be the title of it? Um, well, probably be a book. And I'm a pretty straightforward person, perhaps just the, uh, you know, PhD research. And so I'd probably just call it like, like art, read this yeah. or something. Or I could, you know, obviously I could focus on, you know, funny art stories or, you know, break it down in different sections or something. But yeah, something simple like that would be fun. So. Okay. Okay. And <laughs> you could probably in your career, but now on a drink, which one would you pick? Ooh, a drink? Um, probably red wine, because red wine, like art, has been around forever. Um, in like 3000 BC, the pharaohs were drinking wine. So I feel like I got to you know, keep that tradition going and uh, keep drinking my red wine for keep the art going in the world and, you know, join the pharaohs. That's kind of fun. So there you go. There you that's go. my thought. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, what motivates you? You know, we all have those days in which we just want to quit. You know, we think that uh, that somehow it's been like a waste of time or even a waste of life at the same time. I mean, right. getting, getting into all of these toxic thoughts is super easy, right? But what gets you out of it, you know? What just gets you back on track and just keep pursuing the things that you love the most? I mean, I think we're all stuck. You know, is this important? Is what I'm doing important? And, you know, I get stuck in that as well. And, you know, it, are enough people buying my book? Is it is it meaningful? Is it out there enough? But I think really you have to, we all have something to add. We all have our chips to add to the pot. Yeah. And, and this is my chip. And if tons of people read it and love it or read my blog, great. If no one does, you know, I'm, I'm putting my chip in at least, right? I'm participating in the, the game of life, so to speak. So I'm, yeah, I get a lot of pleasure out of that. And, and it inspires me to, to keep going because we all have rough patches in life and great right. patches, but kind of need that one thread to, you know, keep going and contribute something while we're here, you know, on this beautiful earth. So that's kind of my thought on that <laughs> yeah absolutely. absolutely and also i mean we only live once you know and i and i, and I yeah. believe that we all have we all have our uh the right to just live the life that we want to you know regardless if you want to be a musician actor uh writer whatever you know i mean if at the end of the day that's that, that that's your dream i think you should you should go out and just uh and just do it basically you know yeah i mean it's scary too i mean i was totally like I said, the, the law degree was much safer financially for me. Um, but I'm like, whatever, you know, you live once. So just just go for it, you know? And I'm so proud yeah. of my daughter's an actress. My other one's like a scientist. So they're kind of doing their thing. And uh, I'm just proud of them, you know? And it's, you know, I've been to parties with um, artists and it's so fun and interesting. And I've been to parties with law people, lawyers, and although they're super intellectual and interesting, it's just, it's a different vibe, right? You need yeah. to find your kind of vibe. and. You know, I, I prefer the kind of pushing the philosophers of life. I think that's that's an interesting group of people that can question the meaning of life. And, you know, I find that interesting and intriguing. So, yeah, keep absolutely. that with those people. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and like my last question here is, what can we expect from you in the future? Um, continuing on with the, you know, with all my art, but I'd really love to do my, um, continue writing books. It's a little like my, you know, my concert tour, but I'm starting with America. 
I love to go to, and the Netherlands is next, so I'll write about Van Gogh and um, Rembrandt, and then maybe kind of the Russian-French artists of uh, Chagall and Kandinsky are very interesting, and how they kind of went from Russian to living in France, and their art and the culture and how it influenced them. And then maybe to England, to Constable and Turner is one of my favorite artists. So just kind of pick different countries and go around. And I don't know a lot of major artists in a lot of countries. I don't know the big Japanese artists or, you know, Korean artists. So I think it'd be fun just to slowly go around the world and, you know. There you go. I love that. They'll be available, yeah. Yeah, I love that. And, and you know what? I'm super sure that it's going to happen. I'm super sure that at some point we're going to have all of your books in all different in all different languages. Big stack of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Because I mean, one of the, one of the things that I uh, that I um, that I do enjoy the most about about talking, you know, with with amazing talented people like you is that you were doing it because you like it. And as simple as it as it might sound, it is yes. way super. It is super hard to do something that you like and to actually make a living of it. It is super yeah. hard. And the fact that that uh, that all of you guys are, are actually doing it. I think it is super inspiring, and uh, and I'm super sure, as I said, that eventually your books are going to be basically everywhere. You can hear me on that. That is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, and luckily my boyfriend is a punk rock photographer, and but he oh, also has you. a real job, so that's that helps, right? All of us. There you go. Hearts, so yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, I can understand that. And uh, and again, I was. But I mean, what can I say? I mean, your career is, it is super cool. It is amazing. I mean, everything you. you're doing, everything that 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 you're doing here and there, it is super inspiring. Uh, and I mean, I, I'm as I said before, I'm super sure that eventually we're gonna see your books, basically everywhere. You can count on that for sure. And, uh, Hopefully, museum bookstores at least. You know, so. that would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, and also I want to thank those for watching this right now. Thank you so much for watching. If you're yeah, watching this you. either later here on Instagram or later on YouTube or listening on Spotify or Apple Podcast, make sure that you follow me and listen it. Normally, what I would say is, uh, well, if you already follow her. That's fantastic. Then we're gonna make her viral. I mean, hashtag Team Elizabeth because she's awesome. She's amazing. And Elizabeth, before I send you off, I need to send you properly again in an epic way. So you know what is coming. And do we? Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much, Dan. You're awesome. Yeah. Keep doing it. Keep being awesome, and have an amazing rest of the week. Thank and, you. Uh, okay. Bye. Uh, bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs>Welcome to another episode of Chat with Dan. This is your host, the one and only Dan here. Well, we have season 12 now. So, hope you liked this episode. Before we start this episode, I want to thank you so much for having the chance to check check this one out. If it is your birthday, happy birthday. Keep having an amazing rest of the day or evening, depending when you are. And again, thank you so much for supporting this platform. Hope you like the amazing guests that I interviewed for this episode. I'll see you in the next one. Don't forget to leave a like, subscribe, follow, share with your friends, family, and show is about to start. See you in the next one.